Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the second hour of the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 5 o'clock here in the Bayou City. Kind of a windy Sunday morning, a little breezy out there. All right, let's head down to Port O'Connor where it, wind's not a factor down there. It just That's second nature. It just blows. Let's go to Lynn Smith, see what he's up to this morning. Lynn, how you doing, buddy? Well, I didn't realize the wind didn't blow down here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it blew yesterday i guarantee you is it blowing there this morning no i i just walked outside it looked like it was pretty calm but maybe no, i was on the wrong side 20, of the house yeah maybe you are it's 26 at the jetties right now out of the south here at our jetties oh, oh, oh my goodness 26 <clears throat> oh my goodness well it blew yesterday i can tell you that it uh Man, it blew your hat off yeah, I walked out of my door this morning. It sounded like the surf. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, it went. 79, 79 degrees this morning when I left the house. Oh, man. Summer's coming. Yes, I guarantee you. Yeah, I think I got wind burned yesterday more than sunburned. I bet you did. Man, oh, man. You know, I, I had dinner with a friend of mine and his girlfriend uh, oh, a couple of weeks ago, and he asked me. He said, "You know, if you uh, if you won the lotto, what would you what would you do?" And I said, "I think I'd quit fishing on Saturdays." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and I guarantee you, yesterday was a fine example. You know, is it fishing oh, season God. down there too? They coming out of the woodwork up here, buddy. It's, it's oh, they it. are. They I are. Seen, I mean, no boats all year. I mean, it's been like a graveyard out there, and buddy, they're coming out now. <clears throat> Oh, yesterday was a fine example. I guarantee you. I uh, uh, I had had these guys. We we were just get about to go in. You know, we had a half day trip, and and uh, so I figured, man, one more stop. You know, I, I pulled up this one spot, and I told these guys, I said, man, there's there's been a lot of trout right in this area right here. Mm-hmm. And I said, unfortunately, there's a lot of sixteen inch trout, but I said, uh, but you know, we might luck out and catch some keepers in here. Let's see. So I pulled in and I put the trolling motor down, eased into this area, and and I put the anchor mode on. And I said, "Now look at these grass flats here. There's a little drop off." And I said, "Let's cast up on that drop off." And I mean, these guys were casting up there, and every cast, you know, it was a 16-inch trout, you know, right up to a 17-inch, and uh, every cast. And I mean, <clears throat> it was unreal. And uh, this started happening for about 10 10 or 15 minutes and all of a sudden i look up and here comes a a, uh like four guys in a south shore boat and they ran right through my fish right through them (laughs) 
I mean, within casting distance. I couldn't believe it. And I went, I mean, isn't that just, doesn't that just floor you? I mean, seriously. Oh, it was amazing. And I, I looked at my customers. I said, it's almost it's like Saturday. it's intentional, you know? I yeah. Mean, who, nobody's that stupid. If they're out there operating a boat and running around like that, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Downwind of us, you know? Yeah. I go, they could go on the upwind side of us, sure. but no, they're downwind, you know? I said, it's Saturday, guys. This is typical of Saturday. Mm-mm. Unbelievable. Mm-mm. And then I had, I went to another area, and uh, we were going to drift on some reefs, some oyster reefs. And I had no less than about four boats go around me and run in front of us. And, you know, you don't do that on people that are drifting, you know. You don't do that. You can go behind them. You know, it's just, it, it's insane, I tell you. It is. I mean, you see crazy. a boat out there drifting. He's got the wind at his back. Everybody fishes with the wind at his back. Nobody intentionally fishes into the wind. And no. uh, they invariably do it. It just it just amazes me. Oh, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. And, you know, you can talk about it till you're blue in the face <laughs> about boat etiquette and proper, you know, you know the way to handle yourself out there on the water, and the way to treat others, and they, it goes in one ear and out the other for some. Well, it's, I, com- I it's common sense. I don't sense. understand it. Yeah, common, common sense, sense goes a long way in my book, buddy. Oh, it does. Way over it high does. intelligence. Yeah, I was, I was, we, I was talking to another guy the other day, and uh, on the phone, and we were talking about it, kind of laughing about it. And uh, things that have happened in, in, in the years. And <laughs> I was telling him about uh, this one guy that called me, and, and uh, he was an old guy. He quit guiding years and years ago. But he said, Man, I got this got this uh, guy that wants to come and bring his son. Uh, we want to book you. And I said, Okay. I said, Now, will they wait? And I'll, I'll fish them, you know, Saturday if they want to wait because, you know, we got a lot of people in town and it's going to be kind of windy. And he said, Yeah, they'll wait. I said, Okay. So anyway, I took him to this one spot, one lake, and and uh, we ran back in this lake, and there was a mud ball right out in the middle of this lake. And I said, oh, my goodness, those fish are right there. And so we got out of the boat. Well, I got out of the boat, and I'm standing there waiting on them, and they're piddling around, and they're getting their tackle ready. And they're just, I said, come on, guys, you know, come on, those fish are right there. And they, okay, yeah, well, we got to put my wading boots on and, you know, just dragging their feet man <laughs> and i can't stand it i said all right look i'm gonna wait out here and make sure these fish are here and this lake is kind of soft you know so i i eased out there in that in that uh, lake and i first cast i caught a 23 inch trout out of that mud bowl and i held that fish up and i said look here guys and i'm waving to them come on come on and uh, they're slowly getting their stuff together and they're easing <laughs> out of the boat Second cast, I catch a 26-inch red, and I hold it up. I'm going, come on, and they're still easing out of the boat. One or two of them got out. Well, anyway, they finally, all three of them got out of the boat, and they start to wade out there to where I am. Next thing I know, I look around, and the the older guy and his son, his son's about in his late 20s, and they're wading back to the boat. And I go, where are they going? I asked the guy that booked me. He said, they want to go somewhere where the bottom's better. I said, what? 
I said, the fish are right there in that mud ball. They're right there. And I said, all they have to do is stand right here in one spot and, and cast right there. And I'll come get them with the boat. They don't have to even move. They can just stand right here. But no, they wanted to go somewhere where the bottom was better. Oh, boy. I went, oh my good God. <laughs> you know. Oh, my goodness. So I had to leave those fish, take them somewhere where the bottom was better. Oh, man, I was pulling my hair out. The wind was blowing, gusting, and, and uh, people were everywhere. Everywhere yeah, you there's went, not there a lot waiters. of options here, guys. No, uh-uh. That's right. Not a lot of options. And, uh, you know, it's like uh, there's one guy here that's uh, that's he's catching some pretty good trout, but it's a real early bite. Right. He's picking his people up at 4.30 in the morning. Good Lord. They're leaving the dock at 4.30. And uh, it's a it's a real early bite. Well, as soon as that sun gets up with this full moon, uh, it shuts off. They're done. Right. Yeah, it's over. And, uh, you know, if those people aren't, aren't ready to go, well, I'm sorry, it's it's done. You know, I've got to catch those fish. Some of these people don't it, realize. Uh, it fades away. It fades away. And, I mean, that's it. Like today, you got that's one tide, man. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, that's basically somebody, what you had yesterday, unless you wanted to fish late and catch that, you know, that outgoing late in the evening. That's right. That's right. So many people don't realize that. You know, you tell them, well, they ask you what time to meet them. And you tell them, and then they show up an hour late. And you go, guys, man, you know, this is serious. We've got to go. Yeah, we missed the bite. It happens. Yeah. That's right. We got to go now. They, then they under, they don't understand why you didn't catch fish, you know. Well, you were an hour late or an hour and a half late. You missed the bite. In this day and age, 30 minutes makes all the difference in the world. It really does. It really does. You know, back in the day yeah. when there was fish on every street corner, you'd catch them all day long. You'd go when you want, come in when you want, that kind of deal. But it's things have changed. Boy, it has, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, man, we've been around a long time. We've seen a lot, and it, it just uh, it's amazing. I mean, it the, is. the locations, the areas, the habitat where the fish live, that hasn't changed. But, the you know, the abundance of resource has changed dramatically and uh or you better be better be on your spot and be up to it you might have a little 20 minute bite window 30 minute you know that's right catching them for hours those days are over man oh i mean i mean to tell you you better know it and on the weekends there's so much boat traffic you know yeah, and, uh, leave two to four pounders biting every cast to go look for big ones. That's boy, that's fishing right there. That's, man, I used to love that. Oh yeah. Have you boys had enough of these little ones, two to fours? Let's go look for some big boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, nowadays I get on a school of two to fours, I'm camping out. <laughs> oh, you better know it. You know. I, I used to, I used to tell people, hey, my philosophy on fishing Saturdays. Is go where you know there's fish and don't leave. Yeah, you know, and hope right nobody's there. there when you get there and you don't get covered that's, up. That's right. <laughs> and and buddy, when you go fish a spot that you know there's fish, uh, you better have more than one spot. You, you better 
because if somebody's on that first spot, you better have another spot to go to. Yeah, you better have a plan B, C, D, E, or F. That's right, exactly. Because, man, there's yesterday there were waiters everywhere, everywhere. And, uh, I mean, every place I went, there were, there were people, you know, Mm, mm, mm. it was, uh, yeah, you know, Saturdays are just, you know how it is. They're, they're, they're packed people everywhere. Well, Fridays are getting pretty bad too. You know, they're, they're kind of like weekends. Sunday's really a better day to fish over the weekend than Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, it is. No doubt. And I tell people that and they want to fish on the weekends. I said, well, rather than fish Saturday, let's fish Sunday. And they go, well, you know, I, we 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 go home kind of early Sundays. I said, well, let's fish half a day Sunday. Yeah, uh, much better than fishing Saturday. Sure, exactly. I said because Sundays there's half a half the people on the water Sunday that were there Saturday. I said because they everybody fishes Saturday, then they, they well party if they have Saturday a bad night. day they they don't fish on Sundays. Now if they have a good day, they'll you know the ones you see out there on Sundays had a good day the day before. Oh yeah, but they party Saturday night. Oh yeah, and, fish uh, fry and hey man, listen, listen. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's get it on. Oh yeah, <laughs> they party Saturday night and then they they just sleep in on Sunday. You know. Yeah, sleep at hangover so, off so they can drive back home. <laughs> that's right. So hang half on, the man, let me let me uh, knock this commercial break out and I'll come right back to you, buddy. Hang All on. right, man. All right. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio Radio 610. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. It's 517 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go back to Port O'Connor and talk some more with Captain Lynn Smith. All right, Lynn, we're back, buddy. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I uh, uh, I remember the days when we uh, we would uh, fish on that uh, south shoreline and uh, never see another boat. Yeah. You know, not see another boat at all. And, uh, I mean, Granted, there's some days that uh, 
I might see one or two. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's still not too bad during the week. It isn't. But uh, on the weekends, it's getting pretty tough. Yeah. Pretty tough. Well, I live on that west side of Trinity Bay, and for the last three years, man, I'm lucky to see one boat a week pull by my house, you know, heading to go fishing. And mm-hmm. uh, now now they're out lurking around. I'm seeing a couple of boats a day drive by, pulling back home or going to fishing, you know, that kind of deal. So it's uh, coming back around. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, I'll tell you, boy, I uh, <laughs> I had some guys waiting with me one time down in, uh, oh, we were down in Ayers Bay, I think we were, and we were on that shoreline, and, and uh, I saw a boat pull in. He must have been, oh, gosh, you know, seven or 800 yards from us, and I said, look at that, and this guy said, what? I said, he's cutting us off. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> he said, man, I'm used to fishing Galveston. He said, Man, that's nothing. <laughs> I said, that guy's cutting us off. <laughs> and uh, we laughed about it. I said, yeah, I, I, I used to fish in Galveston, too. <laughs> I know what you're talking well, about. used to, you know, back in the day, if you knew where, if you had your shoreline spot, you were waiting and catching them, and you pull in and you see the slicks down there, well, hey, you'd, you know, ease in and put the anchor out and, jump out the wade and give yourself about 75 or 100 yards to fish up to the fish where you just don't blow them out, you know, scare them. Right. Nowadays, right. you better pull in within 15 yards of them, use your trolling motor and anchor up, or <laughs> before you get there, somebody will pull in and cut you off, you know. it just. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, if they see a slick, that's a magnet, boy. Well, not only that, they see a boat, and they say, well, I'm going to, they're going to be wading that way, so I'm going to cut their weight off because they, they're wading that way for a reason. There's fish that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, I've learned every trick in the book. I watch them. They're, they're pros at it. They're lurkers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lurking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had uh, I had three guys one day. Where we I'd been catching fish on this one uh, shoreline, and there was a little gut coming out of the, out of the marsh, and uh, – I'd been catching these fish right in the mouth of this gut on outgoing tide. Well, uh, I used in there, and you could not see another boat on this whole shoreline, no, right. nowhere. And uh, we we anchored up about, oh, probably 100 yards from that gut, and we were going to wade up to it. And uh, we started working our way up to it, and all of a sudden, here came a boat out of nowhere, you know. Here came one guy in it, and... Uh, Man, he idled, he started idling toward that gut. I went, you you got to be kidding me. <laughs> this guy's going to cut us off. Yep. And uh, he anchored up, got out of the boat, and starts wading up toward that gut. And uh, my customer said, no, surely he's not going to do this. I said, yeah, he is. He's going to cut us off. And we keep wading toward it. And uh, finally, we got up there pretty close, you know. And I said, uh, uh, would you be happy if we just – gave you this spot <laughs> and he said am i bothering you i said yes oh, you are boy. i said yes you are i said there's not another boat on this shoreline nowhere and and you pull up here and anchor up and cutting us off and he he wouldn't answer <laughs> he wouldn't answer you know he just kept waiting right right into that gut and just cut us off you know 
I mean, you know, well, no first come first serves way I look at it. You know, if there's somebody yeah. already there, they got it. Hey, they beat me to the spot. That's and, right. Uh, they can have it. I'll go find something else. And I mean, that's just that's rule way of thumb. Feel. You know, unless that's it's somebody you know, and they wave their head at you and said, "Hey, yeah, line up, come in here and get with us." You know, and pull in and do it right. But you know, just that's blatantly. Right. I mean, I can't even tell you. I, I I could write a book on how many, you know. Oh, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably the I one that I, sticks out in my mind the most. This had to be 20-plus years ago. Man, I leave right, you know, just before daylight. I had just enough light to see, you know, because I don't like running in the dark. I know where no. I'm going, but it's just – you know, if the river's been up and there's debris floating, you just I just don't like to risk it. But anyway, I've run out to the Exxon uh, C2 wells, and uh, I had a hot well out there, number 12, and it's got a huge pad on the south end of it. I mean, it reaches way out, you know, 100 yards from the well itself. And, it's a great. Uh, and it's a great well to fish on outgoing tide. And I always stop way short of it, and, you know, depending on the wind I have, you know, and I'll throw a motor in and just work my way towards the well. And, uh, boy, they were off the end of that pad, and uh, everybody throws out and bows up, so I just go ahead and stick the hook. Well, we're lighting them up, man. I mean some good ones. We're catching some fish up to seven pounds, summertime deal, and, this boat, I mean, there. I'm looking around. All the whales are open. There's nobody even fishing the whales. It was kind of early in the year before word gets out, you know. And this guy decides he's going to fish number 12 with me. But instead of uh, trying to fish one other end of it, or any, I mean, he pulls his boat exactly on top of where we're throwing our lures and throws his hook. He didn't ease the anchor over. I mean, he slings it out there like Paul Bunyan. And uh, oh, anchors no. up right where we're throwing, and it was so blatant. And I said, "This is intentional. There's no way anybody can be that stupid." You know, he parked <laughs> between me and the well itself and sat right on top of our fish, and oh, boy, it man. got ugly. I mean, it, there was uh, there were some words and heated stuff that went on. It uh, it just takes it's disheartening. It takes fun out of fishing. Oh sure. I'd, I just sure. pulled my anchor up, modeled out of there, and I said, "Let him have it, guys. We're we got a hell of a box working here. We'll go, we'll go uh, work some open water fish or something. Let's let's go." Yeah. It just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just. Well, <clears throat> I had the same thing happen one time, but I, but I knew the guy, you know, and uh, and he was he was a great old guy, and I knew him out of Port O'Connor, but uh, he was in the stages of Alzheimer's and he was just starting to get Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to really, you know, get on him about it. But I'm I'm sitting there. I was catching fish off of a well well pad, and uh, they had a Christmas tree on this one spot. And uh, we were starting to catch fish, and he was watching me. He was at another one. And uh, I, I said, oh, no, no, don't do this, man. And here he came, you know. And uh, I, I didn't want to say anything to him and because uh, I knew what was happening with him. He was starting in the early stages of Alzheimer's. And uh, anyway, he came over there right where I was, right, right at that, that Christmas tree and, uh, and uh, anchored up right where the fish were. And uh, I just pulled up and went on. I didn't say anything to him. 
But uh, anyway, I figured there's no sense in saying anything. No. 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 It's, it, uh... and, and, and through the years, not too many years later, he, he really got pretty bad. And uh, he quit fishing. Yeah, I had a quick guy. good friend, an older gentleman that fished Trinity Bay for years. He loved fishing the wells and all that. And when he was getting it, poor guy would get out there and get lost. Wouldn't know where he was at or what he was doing or anything. And uh, we'd have to go get him, you know, lead him back mm-hmm. to the marina. Yeah. Finally, his wife I'll took his boat away from him, you know, just, uh, oh, yeah. it just got bad. That's so sad. I'll tell you that's how what bad he this lived guy. for. He retired, and that's all he lived for was to fish, you know. Oh yeah, oh you know this that guy. Alzheimer's. Good... That's a terrible disease. Yes, it is. And this guy was a good fisherman. Uh, you know, he, he he just did it till he couldn't. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you what. The last, I think, the last trip he took, uh, he had this couple, and uh, he he pulled away from uh, Clark's, and went out through the little jetties went out to the little jetties and went out about oh oh three or four hundred yards turned around came back into clark's there pulled up tied up got his cleaning stuff out and everything and got up there at the uh cleaning table got oh, his cooler man. out and everything and opened up his cooler and he said where's where's the fish what'd y'all do with the fish and this woman <laughs> said uh man what, what are you talking about you know we haven't fished yet and he swore up and down that they had done something with all the fish. And he oh, thought that man, they'd so already sad. gone out and caught fish, and he was ready to clean them. Yeah. I think sad. that was the last trip he took. I think that was it. Yeah, that's uh, that's the end of the line right there. That was it. That was it. Well, I yeah. hope those people that booked him understood that uh, they probably yeah. figured it out pretty quick. Oh, I think they did, and and I think that was it. Uh, but uh, I think he, I think he lives with his daughter now. Yeah. And uh, in the, in the last stages, and you know he was a good guy, and uh, you know he was a great guy. I really enjoyed him, and but uh, but it's, he's done. You know. Yeah. It's over. Mm-mm-mm. But uh, but you know you go on down the road. You know, he did what he enjoyed. That's what it's about. But, uh, yep. Oh, well. He did it till he couldn't. Well, that's couldn't anymore. It's a good way to go out. I guess. <laughs> I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it is. The best uh, way to go anyway. out is uh, have about a 14-pound trout right up to you, and you're fixing to grab it while you're wade fishing and uh you have yeah. the big heart attack the big one like fred sanders no, I, used to get <laughs> yeah yeah that's like i always said i said i want somebody to find me on the on the bank you know dead from a heart attack with a and they, they pull my stringer in there'll be a, a new state record trout new on state that. record trout on that stringer man uh-huh. That'd be a, and somebody say well you wouldn't know it was a state it. record you would know it's a state record. I said, "Trust me, I know. <laughs> yes. I would know." I yeah. heard that. I would know. You know, uh, we had a, a guy here from Port O'Connor uh, named John Barnes. His name. Uh, he wrote a couple of books about Port O'Connor, and uh, anyway, he was waiting uh, with his wife. I think his son may have been with him, but uh, anyway, as uh, 
he is uh he had a couple of reds on his stringer he had another one on and uh he hauled his wife to come over where he was because he had he had another one hooked up and uh, she had a backlash and she was getting her backlash out and she she waved at him she said okay okay i'll be there and um she got her backlash out she looked up she didn't see him and she went off so she waded over to where he was and he was face down in the water Wow. And uh, he had a heart attack and died with a redfish on his line. And uh, he got to his this limit, day, had one on and two on the string. Yep. That's right. And to this day, his, his uh, son has that redfish mounted in his house. I his bet. dad has on his line. Yeah. Well, that's like that rookie pitcher that came up, J.P. France. He uh, The first pitch ball was a stri- strike that he threw, and he uh, took it out and uh, – had it put in the dugout, and then his first strikeout, that ball, he, he, that was pretty cool. His family was oh, all there. That that was uh, really cool to watch, man. Mm. Plus, well, uh, I, know his, I know his cousin real well, and, uh, boy, that huh. hit home. That was good stuff. Oh, man. Well, a friend of mine's nephew uh, got called up to the bigs. You know, he got called up to the majors. And uh, first time at bat, he hit a home run. Boy, that's a heck of a start. It's all downhill from there after that. (laughs) Get it out of the way. Here we go. I'm telling you. All right, Lynn. Well, I'm out of time. I'm going to run. If somebody wants to call you about coming to POC and fishing with you, how do they get a hold of you, my friend? Yes, sir, man. They can get me at uh, 361-935-6833. All right, buddy. Well, Lynn, you have a good Sunday. It's always a pleasure talking to you, and I'll talk to you next week. You be safe, bud. All right, man. You too. Have a good one. All right, Lynn. Thank you. See you, man. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Texan Roofing. They're the people I trust. You know, Texan Roofing, they cover Houston and surrounding areas, and Texan Roofing has free estimates on any roof leak repair or replacement. Just call them. They'll come out. They'll take really good care of you. Texan Roofing has the Better Business Bureau, A-plus rating, with no complaints ever, and they're certified to give the best leak-free warranties in the business. And Texan Roofing, they found that the majority of jobs they do, they offer the lower price and beat the competitor's quality and warranty. And with their honest roof inspections and A-plus management, these are reasons to call Texan Roofing. And when you do, tell them you heard about it right here on the Outdoor Show. And Tim and all of his crew, they'll take excellent care of you call texan roofing at 281-391-9600 that's 281-391-9600 or texanroofing.com and when you do call them please tell them captain mickey sent you this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning. All right, let's uh, head over Baytown Way. Let's check in with Captain Blaine Firemood this morning. Check his pulse. Firemood, what's up? Good morning, everybody. What's going on, man? It's a windy Sunday morning. Boy, it surfs up on Trinity Bay this morning. I walked (laughs) out the door, and, man, I could hear the surf roaring. I said, look at this. It blew all night long really hard. It kind of came down a little bit, but still probably 20 miles an hour up here. Yeah, I'm showing uh, steady 20 at the North Jetty. Uh, Freeport Jetty is 30. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad I'm not going this morning. We uh, we had a three-boat trip yesterday, and despite the wind, we had a good trip. We went upstream and had lots of shrimp on board, and we had to pull the popping forks out, and we were fishing about all three boats. We were fishing on a big flat. It was probably two to four feet deep, mm-hmm. and uh, it was nonstop. For a while, it was from like daylight till nine o'clock was good fishing and this full moon. It was like somebody flipped the light switch off. Right. The the second we got there, all the popping forks were going down with puppy drum and trout. And it didn't take long before we all, we had our five trout per customer. Right. uh, We kept on fishing, caught lots of, lots of rat reds, lots of puppy drum. And we caught probably six or eight bulls drum. And, you know, this is between three boats. So we'd, we had we had a good catch. But, man, when that yeah. light switch went off, it went off. Whoa. Isn't that but, somehow uh, that, that happens? Yep. Just, that's it. And, uh, and the, nothing and changed. The fish are the still there. Still they just quit in. biting. Yeah, that's exactly right. Even with I threw an artificial. Attic. Yep. I threw an artificial all morning long in between helping my customers. And uh, I ended up catching three fish on a a chartreuse little john and that's it i mean i had a lot of hits i just couldn't make them bite but right. that live shrimp sitting there underneath that popping fork it was going down Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate it's it hard to eat the real it. thing buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we were feeding them we weren't fooling them you know that's the story you know, i've been talking about our whole life we've you know we threw we threw early on in our our young days we threw lots of bait but then when we got to being we were so great we were we thought we were so great and good we started throwing artificials of course we had millions of millions of fish back then but let me tell you what there ain't nothing like live bait when they're not biting so 
it was just a windy, nice day, good incoming tide all day. And uh, after we caught our limit of fish and those fish quit, we uh, we started moving around everywhere. We all split up and went on a redfish mission, and we just right. couldn't get them. I ended up, we caught two, out of my boat, we caught two bull reds and didn't catch any keepers. I mean, you know, no, no slots. Right. Caught a lot of little ones. I, like I've said it for the past month, I can't figure out where all the slot redfish are. There's lots of little ones and lots of really big ones, but the in between. Wherever they're at, there's going to be millions of them if we ever find them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, and, you know, we've been fishing all the good stuff that, you know, even our tournament stuff where we catch a lot of good slots, but can't get them, cannot get them with live bait or artificial. So much to fish and so little time. The water shaped up pretty good yesterday with that incoming tide. It blew in, and it brought a lot of salt water in. It pushed that fresh water. It cleaned up that fresh water. It was, yeah. it was pretty, pretty milky. You know, when we got there, but the more that tide came in, the greener that water got. And it, it, I'm, I'm not talking green. I'm talking just a green tint. It went from, oh, 10-inch visibility to maybe two-foot visibility when that tide came in. Right. So, yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah, it went from coffee, yeah. coffee creamer to just okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we just found a little spot where they just saw there was, a, you know, quite a few fish just they found a spot that they liked, and we found them. And, you know, they'll be gone tomorrow. It's just the way it's been up here. You know, it's a bit, like I said, every day is a roller coaster ride. I cannot predict if we're going to catch fish or not. Just, there's no way to say. You just have to go fishing and hope they're there. If they're not in that spot, move to the next spot. Exactly. <clears throat> How many spots do you think we have up here? Thousands. Millions. Millions. Yeah. Millions. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't hit them all, but. I tried all the after we caught our limit yesterday. I tried all the stuff that we we've been catching fish on. And I couldn't get them to go anywhere, and I'm sure once the fish quit, that they quit everywhere. That was just the whole story. So right. So we had we had an hour of glory yesterday morning, hour and a half, and then after that, it was just hit and peck around, and just couldn't make it happen. And one of the but one of the guys went back out and tried an afternoon trip, and he caught zero. So yeah, he caught some little, some little undersized fish. Yeah. But just uh, the afternoon he was not quit good while he was ahead. I know, I know, I know. Well, you, sure you tried to warn him. So well, it's you know, good luck with that. <laughs> but it got rougher as the day went on, anyway. But anyway, we're uh, I'm looking forward to the week. It's looking looking at the forecast, so we got 50 percent chance of rain on like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. Good. Well, there's a lot of, a lot of light rain down in your backyard down there in Hebronville, you know, down at your lease. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna head down there today. I'm gonna go down there and check everything, make sure everything's secure. We hadn't been there for a couple of weeks and got lots of traffic going on down there. We're just, you know, you just got to keep an eye on things. But uh, we're gonna go down for a work week here about two weeks from now and fill feeders and do some tractor work. So I'm going to head down today and check everything out and make sure everything's secure and then come back on Monday and start fishing on Tuesday. I'm going to fish all week, hopefully, with the weather permitting. Well, I'm going to try to, if weather permitting, you know. That's, yeah. Well, if, if you got a chance, if you got a chance, I'd like to, I would like for you to come go fish with me. I want to show you, I want to show you some old stuff that you and I used to fish years ago and, and re- relive 
relive it. We're going to be going out there and catching four to six pounders just like the old days, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, come on with it. <laughs> no, but it's I'll fun. Pay, when you, when hey, you put me on that, I'll pay for the trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you and I were talking the other day. We're fixing to start hiring guides in South Texas to go down there so we can have some of those days again, wade fishing and knowing that you're going to catch some, some nice big fish. Oh, you know, yeah. Some of that That's... Four, four to six pounders. Some of those boys in deep south are catching them down there. Boy, every time I talk to Cliff Webb, he just humbles me. He just. I know. I know. It hurts my feelings, you know, because we used to have it that way. But, but every dog has his day. It's, this runs in yeah. cycles up and down this coast. They could be crying the blues four years from now, and we'll be high fiving. Oh, yeah. You know, that's if we can live, if we can live for five more years and keep our bodies in shape, we're going to have a lots of four to six pounders again here, and it's not too far, too far away future. No, we we had we had a a good catch yesterday, Mickey. As far as size, we had you know they're all about a pound and a half to four pounds. We probably had I don't know five four pounders between all the boats, and just a lot of three pounders, just a good solid fish. You know, they're twenty inches, right? You know, that's, that's good fish for nowadays. That's, you know, just when you catch two to four pounders, that's a really good catch for nowadays. Yeah. That used to be our Especially bird trout back in the day. You know, it's just yeah. uh, how it's oh, changed. Yeah. yeah. That could come around again. That's Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're growing Y'all didn't have up, a lot of trash up. yesterday, you know, hard heads and gaff top or anything? Nope. nope. That's good. Uh, we could, no gaff top. My boat probably had two hard heads at the most. And, uh, I mean, we, they, and those were foul hooked. I don't know how, you know, cut, hooked them in the side of the body. So, but, uh, we had perfect size shrimp. It was just good, you know, just good, perfect, you know, trout shrimp. It was right. good, good three inch long tra- uh, shrimp that are little brownies that were perfect. So it was just, I'm not kidding you. The second that cork hit, hit the water, it was going down with something. Just kept going. Yeah, it's, yeah. There's a lot of puppy drumming there, and there must have been thousands of puppy drumming there because you could you couldn't get away from them. And I think well, the the trout and the drum were all swimming together. That's all I can well, tell. They're in the they same family, stack. you know. That's all a trout is is a drum. Yeah, he's in the drum family. Yeah, birds yeah. of a feather flock together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I think we're shaping up pretty quick. The uh, the shrimpers are saying that in their nets, everywhere they're dragging on this end of Trinity Bay, you know, all the way out to Five Mile Pass and up in the ship channel, he said they're uh, they're getting lots of, of juvenile trout in their nets. He said yeah. it's the most they've seen in a long, long time. So that, there has to be really a lot of them for them to catch any at all in their nets. Mm-hmm. So, and shrimping is good up here. They're 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 doing real well. So. They had uh, they had quite a few good ones, like twenty one, twenty fives yesterday. Some in their net. They, they they pick out the big ones to sell for for eating shrimp. And uh, there's some there's some big boys in there. They had a last week. They had a really good week of catching some twenty one, twenty five count shrimp. You know, good eating mm-hmm. shrimp. But good the brownies moved in good shrimp. now. <clears throat> I like the brownies when we're using them for bait. Those big old white shrimp. You know that. They don't, got you don't get very many. On them, stay on the hook good. Yep. Hard shells. Everything was good. You know, it's just, uh, it was just a good day. A good, we're in a good time right now other than that full moon. Um, good high tides. Uh, last week was all low tides. And now this week it's all big, good, bulled up tides. So, yeah, we're going to be pumped up with this kind of wind. It's going to push a lot yeah. of water in here. 
know it. I know it. Other than that, Mickey, we're uh, we're just uh, going through the motion right now. We're waiting for summertime when the winds calm down so we can all spread out. If 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 the boats can spread out, then everyone's going to start catching fish up here. We just we're all neck down right now and with the south yeah, wind. I mean, you just, yeah, you're pinned down and you can't. Yeah, you know, it's hard to well, find fish when you can't go anywhere to look for them. Well, we just live in the wrong spot for south winds. Those all the guys down south. They have from Rollover Pass all the way to San Luis Pass. They have a, a southern bank where they can get out of the wind, and we just can't mm. get out of that south wind up here. We just don't have many places to hide. No, we so, don't. So doing the best we can with what we got. No, I'm pretty proud of what we've got going on this spring. We've really had a pretty good, pretty good run going. Now speak for yourself. <laughs> that's using live bait, Mickey. That's you know that's that's know. the only reason with that. Hey, it know? used to not matter. I know. Well, it I don't. Know. I just got to get on the right stuff. I don't fish enough anymore to deserve to catch any fish. I just you know. <laughs> you you know where they're all week at. That, yeah, you get. You don't have the time to hit them, and I just I don't. I just don't. You don't have the time to. to and I'm telling you, I. I feel like I'm a pretty good fisherman. I've been around a long time, and I it's it's been an up and down thing. I just can't get over how I can have such a great day, just like yesterday. And I bet you, if I went back there this morning, I wouldn't catch those fish this morning. I just bet you that's just the way it's been for me. Yeah, They're just, those it's, fish it's, are moving. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Nothing exciting. We're not seeing any sharks. Uh, we did have one trout that had a shark bite on it. You know, the shark teeth on it, how they got away from uh-huh. the shark without getting eaten. One trout yesterday, all those had one, some teeth marks on it. But no sharks showing up and really not many gas top for us yet and not many hardheads yet. So, but they're coming. Uh, I think it's just because we still got so much fresh water up here that just yeah, hadn't they, really blown in here yet. Uh... I was talking to him early this morning. He's he fed uh, fed that twenty five dollar quart bait to hardheads yesterday. They ate him up. Oh, whoa! Yeah, that, yeah. boy, that that bites. Yeah, I'll never forget a few years ago. There was a couple of older gentlemen that fish out of Thompson's all the time, and you and I were remember we were up there cleaning fish, and <laughs> they came in and said, "Man." Said so we bought two quarts of bait and we ended up getting three keeper trout and the skipjacks ate the rest. No. <laughs> said, oh, they were frustrated. Said, oh, I know. I'm not looking without forward skipjacks to that. eating them up. Boy, wait till they get here. That's that's uh, what last year was a really bad year. Nightmare. Yeah, last year was an extremely bad year for skipjacks and gas. Boy, it was, it, wasn't it? That was that whole summer. It destroyed our summer. It's just hard to get through them to get to the trout. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm not looking forward to that. And then if you start buying croakers at a dollar each and you start catching gaff top, that's something else. Hey, gaff tops, we're fixing to have the star tournament coming up. And there's people at Thompson's talking about it uh, yesterday morning, how they're getting ready because some of these people are catching gaff top, but I think they're out towards the ship channel out where they're salty or water. out towards the channel out there. And but, gaff top uh, grill. <laughs> Lots of people getting geared up for that thing. That's not very far away. When does Star Tournament kick That'll off? Start uh, Memorial Day weekend. We're start fixing to start our ad campaign with them here. You know, cool, cool. Well, it's a good thing. You know, you know, 
you, you play the lotto, your chances are about one in a hundred million, but the star tournament, your chances are way better. And you and I both have had a lot of people on board that weren't signed up. If they would have been signed up, they would have won something. So all these years. So, yeah, that, uh, uh, I had a guy a few summers ago, catch a, uh, monster trout out of a school of gaff top. He'd have won a star tournament with that trout. I made him throw it back. Yeah. Of course. Said, There's no sense killing that trout. I mean, if you'd have been in the star tournament, I'd already have him wrapped up in a towel, packing ice in there. That's it. I don't, you know, for the money, though, for the chances you have of catching something to win is a really good chance. Yeah, it's a membership <laughs> it and, and a $25 entry fee. Come on, man. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, that's the, that's the that's price a quarter of one shrimp. quarter shrimp. That's yeah, it. quarter shrimp. Yeah. You win a truck and a boat. Come on, man. Oh, I know it. I know it. Everybody's got to think ahead, and you know that's my own fault too. I should, when these people call me and book with me, I should say y'all need to sign up. I uh, remember that day, uh, you and I had a school of reds between our two boats. We put the river mouth squeeze on them out on marker one, and we're just—I yep. mean, we're pouring the coals to these redfish. Everybody in my boat is signed up for the star except for one guy, and that one guy catches a tagged red out of that school. Remember that? Oh, I remember. Yep. <clears throat> my boat and your boat, we weren't 50 yards apart. Everybody yeah. signed up for the star. We're catching all like four to ten-pound reds every cast until our arms hurt, and that one guy caught the, the, the star red tag, and his wife was on board. Remember her? And she yeah. she. Him and her started having a fight. She goes, honey, I told you you had to sign up. I went and signed up. Why didn't you? you know, yeah. Just, oh, oh boy, it was a fight on board right then. Yeah, oh, it was. It was, it was a little quiet in that <laughs> boat the rest of the day. <laughs> and he got mad at me because I made him throw it back. I know. I know. We, we said, all we fished part for the next three hours. All these nasty rubber lips, and you want to keep that one? Well, I want to mount yeah. it with a tag in. I said, no, you're going to throw it back and let somebody that – Signed up, catches fish. Yep. And we never caught that Seriously. fish again. Nobody ever no. caught it that I know. Well, we, we fished out there for the rest of the summer hoping somebody <laughs> would catch that fish, man. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. I just tell you how many reds were in that school. I had a guy about uh, 10 years ago. We were fishing in, I guess it was September, after the turn was over, and he caught one that was tagged. He caught a tagged one. And that was on Fisher's Reef, too. That was in almost in the same place where we yeah. caught that one years before. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's all Fisher's is, the shallow end of Marker 1. That's it. You know, people don't that's realize it. Fisher's used to be a barrier reef. It ran all the way across the bay from Umbrella Point to Hodges. And uh, uh, I know. Highway 59 was built out all that aggregate out of there. They, you know, dredged it all up to pour concrete. Man. Uh, can you imagine how good fishing was back then if we'd have known? Well, the Crocco you know, Indians that used was, to use that reef to uh, cross the bay on low tides, they said. Yeah. Back Whoa, in the day. what a sight to see. Boy, I should have been a Crocco Indian. <laughs> I don't I'm think actually, I could have. I'm actually short to be seated. one, man. They were all like seven feet short. of men. Uh, no wonder they could walk across the bay. No, I don't think well, I could have lived with those. That beat trying to swim the Trendy River to get to the other side, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, our time you know, is getting a, get better. A lot of history on Galveston Bay. A lot yes, of history. Big time. No, I know it. I know it. 
we had we got a lot of history under our belts too, Bubba. We we can talk about the old days, and people just can't even understand how good fishing was back in the in the seventies. Don't have and, a clue. Remember that you know, school of birds you and I hit when I had Pat Long and his son Pat Junior, and you had another crew, and we took them teal hunting that morning. Stopped and had lunch, put the boats in, took them out for an afternoon trip. And it's the biggest school of birds I've ever seen on Trinity Bay in all my days. It stretched from Green Island all the way past the sunken dredge. It was five miles long and a mile wide, and there wasn't enough birds to work all the shrimp jumping out of the water. Remember that? Shrimp and trout were jumping out of the water as far as you can see. And I don't that school was, it was probably 100 yards wide, and it was on the shelf out there where it drops off out there. And like you said, all the way from way up above the spillway up there, a yeah, mile Green Island all there. the way past the sunken dredge at Point Bear. I'm, I mean, never seen anything like it. Just there's no way no. to imagine how we were the only trout. two boats out there. Yeah, that was in October, wasn't it? Or no, it was in September. September, September. till season. Yeah, that sure was. That was yeah. the first year they brought it back. You know, after they had closed it. <clears throat> yeah, boy, oh boy, that's uh, that's a lot of fish back in those days, man. And you know what? I mean. In reality, I mean, back in those days, we had a lot of pollution. I mean, there's not near as much pollution now as there there is back. I don't there know. was I back think then. the bay's dirtier now than it was then. Well, they just I don't can't know. tell us about it. I mean, look at the spills we've had, and after Harvey, I mean, it's mind-boggling what was washed into the bay with that flood. That's uh, it changed a lot. Yeah. But, well. We got a lot of trouble with the, the silt coming off of all the dredging that's going on. Too. Well, that ship channel, that last ship channel project was uh, a, a big game changer too. It's there's just so many variables, man. It's just it's a delicate resource. Yeah. Well, that's why down south is so pristine and so beautiful because they don't have all that stuff going on. It's just that's not the. That's it. We just too much commercial activity here than, and for progress. You know, just too much. Exactly. Too much. Uh, petrochemical industry but we're still good i mean you know for as much pressure as this bay gets our galveston bay complex as much stuff that's got going on we're still catching a lot of fish i mean really i mean really i mean look it's i've I've been in florida mickey you can't hardly catch a fish with an artificial down there a trout or a red you know and they don't have any kind of pollution nothing going on but you know what's that story and here we got this cesspool we have right here, and we can go out and catch fish on almost any time year round. So I'm, I'm 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 not so sad that we're born and raised right here in the Houston area. No, it's been a good ride, buddy. Hey, I got to run, Blaine. If somebody okay, wants buddy. to call you about fishing, give them some info, my friend. Okay, call me at seven one three seven zero three six six five six. We'll be right here in Baytown. Ready to go. All right, Blaine. All right. Hey, have a good day, buddy. I'll talk right. to you later. See you, man. Bye-bye. All right. All right, it's time for our top of the hour break, National Anthem. It's uh, your listening outdoor show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 